0: Coming to you from the heart of the Pacific Northwest, with mouths as big as the Columbia River, egos as tall as Mount Rainier, smooth as the drive from Vancouver, B.C. to Portland, Oregon, it's the Northwest Convergence Zone. One, two,
1: three, four.
2: Retreaters scurry across the streets, seeking things to make them happen. Not knowing what is creeping around the corner. As the doctor stands before the patient on the slab. Lightning strikes. He is mad. He pulls the trigger on the fiend below. A twitch, a movement, a soft lit glow as the moon shines through the window and the creature Death move his hand reaching, reaching towards what he doesn't understand. But the doctor is excited. And he screams with glee, for the beast is alive.
3: <laughs> yes. Uh, what's up with these electrodes in my neck, by the way? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> once again, greetings and salutations from beyond, in the spooky man cave, in the city of Ooh, destiny, Tacoma, Washington. <laughs>
0: yes. Big Joe. Guess back. who? Yeah, for one episode. of Your worst e- nightmare. Yes. No, it's a blessing and a joy to have you back on this fine Halloween uh, episode. We did this last year. We're going to do it every year. And uh, we said our farewell to Joe last week. And uh, But we convinced him to come back for one more show. That's so right. we've got Joe one more week, and there will be no tears shed. It will not be a sad occasion.
3: And we- Double D, couldn't you have got the brain that said normal? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Instead ah. of Abby Normal, well, come on. When he was standing in the brain line, he thought uh, it's it as actually the train line, and he missed his <laughs> <laughs> double I I don't it going? get it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we know that. I don't. What are you, what are you guys talking about? Double D. How's no exchange?
4: How's Halloween for you? I'm scared. Yeah. I'm like I don't like this stuff at all. It freaks I'm, you out, doesn't I'm it? I'm just like terrified. <laughs> all right, and our boy Squeeze. Hey. How's it going,
0: my man? Not bad, not bad. Good for you. And uh, the Saint. Hi and wonder boy hello happy halloween to you boys this is one of our absolute favorite favorite holidays if you want to call it a holiday special day whatever man we dig this occasion and uh we're gonna bring we got a great show lined up for you we are doing uh the top 10 haunted places according to us top 10 halloween songs uh we're doing a top five local creature feature host which is a favorite of ours uh, top 10 TV episodes that had great Halloween shows and uh, top 10 Halloween candies. And we're also going to lay down uh, the top 10 rock songs and Halloween songs according to us. So That's right. It's all according to us. It's all according to the Northwest Convergence Zone. It's what we like, and I think you're going to like it too. But first, uh, we promised this last week. We had a, a, a great interview with uh, the people down from the Black Lake Asylum. Which is Tacoma's own only and own haunted house at the Freight House Square. And uh, they had some really cool and some kind of creepy things to share with us. and here's how that went. All right everybody, we got something going on here in Tacoma that uh, I think you should be hip to, being that it's the Halloween season and there's like haunts and haunted houses and haunted corn mazes and stuff all around the Puget Sound. Well, we have our own right here in our backyard. It's down at the Freight House Square. It's called the Black Lake Asylum. And Ben Isaac is the mastermind behind this thing. And we got Ben in the studio today. Ben, how's it going? Very, very well. Thanks. Good. Well, now tell us uh, for the uninitiated who. Uh, Maybe haven't been to haunted houses or haven't been to uh, in, in a while. I mean, you know, they they kind of go in phase of popularity, and and right now it seems like it's they're really big again. Right. And so, I I noticed on your website it says not recommended for people under thirteen. So there must be some spooky stuff going on in there.
5: Yeah, we do. We have uh, we we try to come as close to the edge of being you know uh, you know too edgy but but keep it in that realm where it's 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 comfortable at that what we call that level the p g thirteen level
0: now first, give us the background of uh dr Hubert West and this whole black lake asylum uh mystery that's going down
5: well basically the the to sum up the backstory, it's kind of uh the uh this renowned uh dr dr West um performed all these uh revolutionary experiments on his patient or, you know, to, to, to gain this notor- notoriety. But what happened is he started taking it too far and performing these, uh, unorthodox experiments on the patients and, and, uh, uh, taking it to new and bad levels with the bizarre experiments being performed against people's will, and and uh, and then there was basically a revolt that happened amongst the patients and and and, uh, and also the staff, I guess, too, where where they they burnt the place down, and uh, and then a lot of people died in that accident, and then. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of these secrets are now revealed through the haunted remnants of... Yeah, of- the
0: cops came in, started sifting through the, uh, the remnants and the paperwork that was left, and they realized uh, there's one particular person, uh, Kristen Starkey, who uh, was labeled as crazy Kristen? She has an interesting past and plays a big role in this year's uh,
5: haunted house theme, haunted uh, freight house square theme. Correct, correct, and uh, yeah, she's uh, she's nutty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
5: yeah, she's. Because uh,
0: I believe one of the quotes was. Uh, now they haven't found they didn't find her remains, I believe if that's right. If you go to the website which is HauntedHouseTacoma.com, there's a uh, there's a lot of newspaper articles about the Black Lake Asylum and uh, this actually happened back in like 39 and 40 right uh, So it was a while ago and through the I did see that through the paperwork um, uh, I don't, one of the doctors wrote that if she ever got out that uh, she would kill everybody and the police have yet to this day verify in the bodies that they found any uh, her remains is that correct so she may have got out right
5: right and that's that's what you uh, you don't know i mean when you go there what you're going to find and go through the the haunted asylum and that's the thing (laughs) Uh, from what it sounds like she's she's roaming the halls and and extremely off the map as uh she was
0: so keep your eyes out for crazy kristen yeah
5: exactly (laughs)
0: all right let me give you some times and dates uh freight house square which is at 602 east 25th street in tacoma washington it's right by the tacoma dome uh uh, Thursday, the twenty first, and then every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, actually, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, from now until Halloween, there is uh, you can go, and it's a fifteen or twenty minute long, right? Like a trip through the the, the asylum, correct? And you guys start at ten. Or six, I'm sorry. You start at six, it goes till around 11, 10 or
5: 11. Yeah, I mean, if we got people coming, we're staying open.
0: And tickets are $13, and I think this is very cool. $2 of the tickets go to the Marybridge Bridge Children's Hospital. Yes. And um, they uh, also, I know you guys have long lines down there. I know a lot of people are, are vying to get in, but you can get VIP tickets, which will get you to the front of the line.
5: Is that correct? That's correct. And how do we get those tickets? You can uh, go online and... Uh, uh pay online or you can also go directly to the the front and 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 get them there and
0: so is it a couple bucks more or whatever how's uh, the vip work
5: yeah it's it's uh 18 dollars uh vip ticket and then that gets you right in
0: and you guys are also having i mean i know this is you know it's scary uh that's the whole idea but there's also some fun going on because you go this is in the basement the actual basement Of the Freight House Square, which has its own history, right? Uh, There's a lot of freaky things, a lot of rumors and stuff that have gone on down there.
5: Let me actually—we have something that's yet to hit uh, the website, and we'll put it all over the Facebook. But this is this is brand new. And and we were taking pictures of the the cast and also going throughout the show and we've got something remarkable captured on film. Oh, and, look and, out! And now this is this is the real deal and I, it's just come to my attention today. Yes, and uh, these photos. Uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff now at the haunted house. Yeah, but this now takes it to a whole new level. To a or whole something, something, yeah. something. And wait, somebody's
0: you... somebody's joining you that you didn't invite.
5: Exactly. To, <laughs> and, to well, maybe they to help out
0: that, with the show. Maybe they feel opposite.
5: I, I don't know. <laughs> I I, I, tell you, I think they're having a good time. Actually, by the look yeah. of some of these photos, because God. we took we took a cast photo at the end of this uh, the show mm-hmm. uh, last night, and. It's remarkable. And, in, 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 uh, say, several photos that we took in succession, you you see these things coming into the the frame. So
0: this will be on your website? Yes. Well, we HauntedHouseTacoma.com, and also on your Facebook.
5: Yeah, we have yet to get them put up, but right, we're but in the process of doing that. But you there. will be amazed when you see it.
0: Now, uh, Ben, tell us a little bit about yourself. You have an absolute fascinating background. You've worked on some major motion pictures, uh, been involved in Hollywood, with uh, all of your uh, creative uh, background and everything. And you are actually the one who creates a lot of the monsters and a lot of the the robotics and and all these things for Six Flags and for different uh, theme parks and movies. And you've brought it to Tacoma, which is amazing. We want to thank you for that because we need this in Tacoma. But tell us a little bit about yourself.
5: Well, before I say go into myself, I wanted to, to also point out that uh, this haunted house is a is a partnership between my with myself and uh Robin Clark who also is an incredibly talented haunted house a guy who brings an incredible amount to the table to make this happen and I couldn't do it without him and that's the one thing I want to stress is that that uh Robin Clark uh and what he has brought to the table yeah uh, uh, outstanding and uh that's the only way that I could uh, uh, cont- bringing him on as a partner as I did last year was the only way I could really continue uh, uh, Black Lake Asylum in, in the realm of what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this
0: is your third year, correct?
5: Uh, correct, correct. Correct. Okay. And uh, third year at the Freight House. That's Freight House Square. Yes. Correct. Correct. And uh, to 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 take it to the next level, uh, I brought on Robin Clark as a partner, and it, he's just done an incredible job. Um, and uh, but uh, yeah, back to myself. Then um, uh, I am a prop fabricator. Uh, start started out. Uh, actually as a, a commercial artist, and then got into doing prop fabrication. Uh, walked into a shop in Orange County one day and saw these monsters hanging out of this guy's shop and said, <laughs> that's for me. Got in and started an apprenticeship and uh, have been doing uh, dimensional prop fabrication ever since. Uh, that was back in 88. So, yeah. it's a pretty specific skill, though. It's it's really one you you... It's actually becoming more rare, and it's one that... Uh, it really can only be learned through apprenticeship.
0: Yeah. Well, let me and go down. You uh, worked on um, Jurassic Park. Yes. Uh, I did
5: uh, some trees for Jurassic Park. Army of it?
0: Darkness, the movie?
5: Uh, yes. Yes.
0: Uh, Disney Engineering, The Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Also, E.T. The Ride at Universal Studios. Been involved with Ripley's Believe It or Not, MGM Casino, Pacific Science Center, Six Flags Wild Waves, uh, Haunted Fairgrounds. I mean, list goes on. That, those those are That's a great resume.
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you.
0: Yeah, no, Appreciate it's it. it's it's fantastic. Now, I did want to say uh I think it's I think it's great that amongst all the horror and the and the scaring the crap out of everybody, <laughs> you guys do have some fun going on. Oh
5: yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, up up where uh up one floor from the basement in the uh, where Katie's Antiques used to be. The so, certain nights the Blue Mouseketeers from the Blue Mouse Theater will be doing a live performance of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and that's on a, on Friday nights. Every Friday night, yeah, so right? So you can stop in there do and, it, the and do the time warp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. man. Exactly,
5: and they and they go crazy up in there. That's a great show.
0: Let's have a toast, <laughs>
5: Ben. Uh, I want to ask
3: you: uh, As long as you've been doing this, and uh, with your imagination and everything, is there anything that's that scares you?
5: <laughs> it, it, Actually, it's funny that you you say that because I mean I think uh, I think I scare my wife. <laughs> I think she she wonders sometimes when I when I make what's in on your brain. Things. Yeah, she, exactly. She's like, um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I it's I, not really. I I don't. In, in fact, that's. It's harder for me to go to horror movies or whatever because I'm kind of like you must I, be seeing it from a whole different way of yeah I, I'm, viewpoint that right, we do right. I'm getting influenced. I'm like taking notes in the back of my head. You know, I, I Like, don't, oh they
0: use that trick. That's so 80s. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, and I
5: I wish. In one way. And one way. It's kind of a curse. you know. It's, yeah. But uh, I. Uh, no, you,
0: you have a list, and I recommend that everybody, when they go to the website, they, uh, they click on the general information category, and you can scroll down, and it tells you some of the things that you will uh, witness while you're going through this thing. And I know this year uh, you've tackled Dr. West's vault, uh, the welding shop. There's also the boudoir, which has your big uh, piece de resistance this year, and I won't give it away, but everyone should go check that out. But I find this one interesting because this scares the crap out of me no matter what time of day it is. The public restroom.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, anybody with me on that? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's
5: and it's sick. <laughs> that does scare me. <laughs> That's scary. Just is it yeah. just is it yeah. just
0: the public restroom that you look into and you're like, yo, <laughs> it, it's
5: got a condom machine the whole world. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah uh, the little
3: twenty-five cent uh, French tickler for,
5: machine. From, yeah. You know. From uh,
3: from start to finish, how long does it take you to get the show ready to open the doors?
5: A much longer. Than last year, and it's it's really impressive how long people are spending in there. And I think uh, the one the one effect you uh, led to or alluded to there, sorry, uh, the uh, our peppers ghost mm-hmm. that is, and uh, I must give credit to uh, Lou Waterman on that. He's the, uh, the guy who really put that together for us, and he did a fantastic job on it. And uh, I don't want to give m- much away. on No, that but effect. it will
4: freak you <laughs> no. absolutely,
5: and it is is executed. Uh, absolutely perfectly and it, it is is one of the few haunts on the West Coast that have it, and uh, and we got it, and it's great, and it and uh, and it's just our our star attraction for this year, definitely. Well,
0: let me just go down through some stats again. This is all taking place. This is the Black Lake Asylum Haunted House, and it is at the Freight House Square in Tacoma, six oh two East Twenty Fifth. That's Thursday every Thursday through Sunday, now through Halloween. Starts at six, goes till around ten or eleven. It takes you about fifteen or twenty minutes to go through tickets are $13. 2 of 2 bucks of that go to the Mary Bridge Children's Hospital. If you want to skip the long lines and I recommend that pay the 18 bucks, get the VIP tickets go through. Not recommended for children under 13. Ben, it's been good to have you in here and everybody get down to Black Lake Asylum. Best of luck to you guys and I hope you guys do it again next year. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Yeah. All right, everybody. So, Black Lake Asylum, which is down at uh, the Freight House Square in the Creepy Basement. You guys need to go out and go down there and check that out. And, (laughs) you know, uh, two bucks of the price to get in goes to the Mary Bridge. Uh, Children's Foundation, uh, and so that's a very cool thing. Now, <laughs> I haven't been in a haunted house since I got kicked out. Do you guys <laughs> want? Should I share that, or should we leave that out? Sure, share it. Yeah, okay, uh, I was in my twenties. This is down in Texas. That was a long time ago. Shut <laughs> up, man. Go back to jail. <laughs> hey,
4: I have not been in jail in <laughs> two years. Two years. A it's the two-year anniversary of you
0: being in jail. It was Halloween night, my man. Yeah. And For no jailers No there. jail can hold Double D. That's right. An
4: innocent-looking Double D. Was locked away on in Halloween. In spite of one of the largest manhunts
0: <laughs> <laughs> in Halloween history, they caught me. Uh, okay, so I was in my early twenties. I was down in Texas, and they had this haunted house set up like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, movie. It was just like it. They had all all the. If you've ever seen the movie, they had the kitchen set up. They had the side room that had all the bones, uh, furniture, and then they had the upstairs and Grandpa. And, I mean, it was crazy. So, we were going down this dark hallway, and um, uh, the, the people weren't supposed to touch you. That's the whole deal with haunted houses. They're not supposed to touch you. Well, somebody came out of a room or something, and, and I tripped. And it was really dark. You couldn't see crap. And my friends who were uh, ahead of me kept going. And when I, when I stood up, I was, kind of, I was a bit disoriented because it was so dark. So, I started walking down the hall, and apparently I was going the wrong way. And so this dude, this guy comes out of this room and he's holding a knife, whether it's real or fake or what, I don't know. And he tells me, you got to go the other way. And I said, no, I got to catch up to my friends. And he said, no, you have to go back. And I said, and and he's out of character, obviously, and he's holding a knife. And I said, no, no, I got to catch up with my friends. I got to get out of here. Was he real? I don't know. So anyway, the guy actually reaches out to kind of he's holding a knife and he reaches out to kind of push me the back and I decked him. Oh, oh he was real then. And I, I I dropped him and immediately I had like three guys on me escorting me out of the place. And how
4: come you didn't end That's up right. in jail?
0: Uh well, that place got shut down about 3 days later cuz they were operating illegally and doing stuff in there they shouldn't have been they shouldn't have been doing they weren't sanctioned and licensed and so forth. But <laughs> I haven't been back to a haunted house. I don't really dig them, man. It's not my they, scene.
3: They escorted Daryl out. See, we don't approve of that type of violence at the Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre <laughs> Hell House.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I don't do the hunt, ha- But if you're into it, man, I say go down to the uh, Black Lake uh, uh, Asylum one, and that's very cool. All right. Uh, we've got a, a really killer show. See, killer. Ooh, That's yes, a Halloween nice reference. reference right there yes. uh, lined up for you. The, the first thing we want to do is let's talk about, let's go through the top ten haunted places that uh, not just in the Northwest, but around the country, right? We and a tried little bit to ga- in Canada.
3: We try to gauge this to kind of where our listeners are at. Absolutely, so we, maybe we, got, we have listeners is, all over. Maybe it's close to your hometown.
4: Yeah, so let's uh, let's start with you, Big Joe. And uh, well, somebody's got to own these places. Maybe these people actually. That are listening on these places. They could. They They might. It's possible.
3: Well, we have to go up north to our friends in the Great White North in Vancouver, B.C. That's also the home of Glenda the Good Witch, I believe. I think so. (laughs) That the bad one. (laughs) Uh, In Gastown, the old spaghetti factory is... I've been there. ...a very haunted area. And the most Mm -hmm. haunted area, supposedly, is near the old trolley car. Absolutely. Employees have seen a ghost... (laughs) <laughs> figure sitting in the trolley car and many have had the ghost call their names. Now wow. that's a little too friendly, ghost that's, guy, so yeah, knock it Personal.
0: Uh, okay, I'm going to go down to New Orleans. Uh, Louisiana, Highway 810 runs through uh, Louisiana near Jonesboro and uh, there's an old barn by the highway. Now I have not seen this old barn, but I have heard about it. Uh, rumor has it that if you park your car on the trail... On a moonlit night, and you shut the engine off and you just sit there and wait, that your window will be knocked on by a ghost of the man who was hung on meat hooks in the barn and left to die. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do that.
3: Don't no. no park anywhere on moonlit nights. Well, next, we have to go another kind of local area in our listenership zone. We go to Arco, Idaho, in the old cafe there, and if you walk into the cafe in the afternoon, you can knock a pen and paper onto the floor. Now, you come back in 15 minutes, and sometimes you will see writing on the paper. Okay, then this is the topper, though. You write, what is my name on the paper? You hold it tight to your chest and hold the pen away from you, and it will at times write your name,
0: Double D. No. Yes. Double D. Write double D. Will you yes. spell my name right? Yes. Well, it, it, it gets double D all the time. Yeah, every time. You can write that. All right. Well, uh, this next one is the uh, very, very famous. Uh, I've been to this place, and it is. it does have a creep factor. It's the Winchester Mansion down in uh, San Jose, California. Now, Sarah Winchester was the heir to the Winchester Fortune and was told by a medium of all people. I don't know why you listen to them. No. That her family was cursed, uh, and uh, that uh, it, it basically caused you know both her uh, daughter and her husband, they died tragically, and because of the uh, the the weapons and everything that the uh, family From created. From making the Winchester yeah, repeater. Yeah, all uh, all of them. Yeah, it killed lots of people. Anyway, she was told to build a new home in the west for her and the spirits. That the weapons had created all the dead people, basically. That had been killed. Yeah. And uh, and to never stop building or she was going to die. You will die. For the next 36 years, she kept 22 carpenters at work for 24 hours a day. How would you like to have that gig? <laughs> hey, was I'm r- like, this <laughs> sounds good <laughs> job to me, man. So the house grew to seven stories. It has 47 fireplaces, stairways to nowhere. Trap doors and closets that open to just total blank walls. Now, Sarah died at 83 in 1922. And according to many, the ghost of Sarah Winchester has been uh, sighted walking the mansion many times. They hear footsteps, banging doors, voices, moving lights and windows. Um, These uh, windows that have 13 panes, they, they bang. Uh, they they have shutters that you know bang back and forth, and uh, they also say that there are 160 rooms, but that every room is a place. Uh, what what does this say?
3: <laughs> no, I think what it says is that they say it's a there's 160 rooms, right? But every time they go to count they get a dif- different number. They never come up with the same number when they ever? try ever when they try to count the rooms cuz the place is a maze. It's such a big place walking through there that they try to count the rooms. They say 160 and the next time somebody does it 159. Uh, 162. I counted 5. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, moving on. We're going to go down to our friends in Oregon. And this is called the Vortex in Gold Hill, Oregon. Natives call it Forbidden Hill. Okay, first off, that's a clue. Don't go there. Yeah. Uh, Because their horses wouldn't go there. Okay, good. Horses are smart. A Scottish (laughs) physicist, John Lister, came in 1914 to study the aberrations in the light and gravity fields. And uh, the Vortex is said to be behind the gold assay office one of the many effects is that photographs come out distorted there and old john lister is seen in the office laughing and plucking his eyebrows i don't know what he'd be <laughs> doing that but he does he was a cross yeah he liked his eyebrows neat oftentimes <laughs> he is seen walking ahead of guided tours now come on oh, that no. is wild
0: yep i'm not about that uh this next one is in Tombstone, Arizona, yes. which is the uh, also the graveyard of all the people that took place in the OK Corral fight, which um, the of course the Earps and the Clayton the Clanton brothers and everybody there. Anyway, there's many many sightings of the gunfight in process. Yeah, so that's I, like uh, at the Alamo too, right? Uh, I've been to both places. And I would rather walk through the OK Corral after dark than the Alamo. The Alamo, yeah. They've said that there's... In fact, I saw Ozzy Osbourne's ghost peeing on it. (laughs) Well, that's pretty frightening. (laughs) Maybe Uh, it wasn't a ghost. I don't know. (laughs) We have to go to our
3: friends in the Midwest in Columbus, Ohio, now that the uh, number one Buckeyes went down a couple weeks ago. To Wisconsin. But uh, seriously, folks. Buckeyes. uh, We take you to the Alpha Delta Pi sorority. That's my pie. Where one of the sisters died and haunts the house, she is always walking the hallways, looking out the windows, and looking back at them. And what's really weird, supposedly, is when the girls are looking at mirrors in their rooms, her reflection shows up in the mirror. No, (laughs) not good. I'm pledging to a different sorority.
0: Yes. Well, uh, my next one, of course, was made famous by the movie. Uh, Amityville, New York, on November thirteenth, 1974, six members of the DeFeo family were killed by their son and brother, Butch. Now, <laughs> come on. His name is Butch. But, what do you think he's going to really, do? That was uh, Eddie Munster's real name, wasn't it? Butch Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> and actually, in his defense, he actually claimed that the devil made him do it. <laughs> That was Flip Wilson. <laughs> uh, now the uh, the next owners experienced, of course, the Amityville horror, which is what the movie was based on. Yeah, and, and uh, that it, thing I mean, was I, so
3: scary. Look, I haven't even, I've never seen that movie.
0: I've seen the movie, and I think they've debunked a lot of it.
3: That's what I heard. Yeah,
0: but still, uh, would you want to move in there? No, no, I'm not buying that so, place.
3: Man. No thanks. Well, last but not least, we go to our nation's capital, and it's the White House. And among the White House <laughs> ghosts. Of course, there's Honest Abe. He was seen by Sir Winston Churchill. Lincoln's widow, Mary Todd, dabbled in the occult and held seances. As did Nancy Reagan. She was into that. Uh, other ghosts include Andrew Jackson, Dolly Madison. Would you like a ghost cake? And Abigail <laughs> Adams, but not Martricia Adams. No Martricia. Yeah. Sponsored by Dolly Madison Cakes.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that was your last one. Now this is my last one because uh, this one comes right into our wheelhouse. Tacoma, Washington. Uh, Any of you guys been out to Five Mile Drive lately? I don't recommend it during certain periods. Um, (laughs) Like now. Yeah. In the 80s, a 14-year-old girl named Jennifer disappeared. Now, I remember when this happened. Uh, She was riding her bike. Now, her body was found, but the killer, to this day, has never been discovered. They never found out who did it. Uh, Late at night... On five-mile drive, the bicycle can still be heard uh, on the drive going up and down the road. And people who have seen the apparition of the girl and the bike report that when they get close, the girl has no eye sockets. And she smiles at them. <laughs> no, that's
3: not right. You can't be smiling when you have no eye no. sockets.
0: No, what is she looking at? Uh, creepy. She, oh, that man. is Creepy. All right. Well, uh, interspersed through this episode, we're going to go through our top ten rock Halloween songs of all time. Let's start off with number ten. This is Stonehenge by, of course, Spinal Tap. In
1: ancient times, hundreds of years before the dawn of history, an ancient race of pea people.
0: Of course, the little uh, Stonehenge descends <laughs> down, down onto the stage. With the little people dancing <laughs> around it. Oh, All right, wow. so that's our number 10 song. And number nine is, of course, The Doors. And this song does kind of creep me out. Yeah, it is. It's Riders creepy. on the Storm. Uh, so yeah. the Doors there. Now, hey, have you ever heard the story? Double D, have you ever heard the story about Jim Morrison and those guys driving through, I think it was Arizona or New Mexico? Uh, did you ever hear that story? No. You, Joe, is, you've heard about I've it. I've heard it, yes. Yeah, tell us about that. That's pretty well, wicked. Well, wasn't it that they... Uh, where they ran across the accident right, with right. Uh, some dead bodies. Like, I think there were Native Americans yes. all scattered all over the road. Yeah, and that's
3: related to the scene in the Doors movie where the yeah. he becomes... With the Indian spirit guide and, and all of that is where that came from. Yep,
0: that was a, that's a very weird moment. Well, one of
3: the members of the club of uh, 27 and, you know, all those guys in the club of 27 and ladies, including Janis Joplin, makes you wonder if they were down at the crossroads, you know, making a deal. Could have been,
0: but uh, all right. Well, our next uh, top, uh, top, this will be top five. Growing up, man, and they don't do this anymore. But we used to have local hosts on, like, Q13. And where I was, it was a Channel 11 down in Houston, where you were at in Louisiana. What was it? Do you remember what channel it was? Uh,
3: it was WSU Channel 6, New yeah. Orleans. Yeah,
0: Channel 6. So um, we used to have these guys that would come on on Friday night or Saturday night and <laughs> play some B-horror movie, like a <laughs> Vincent Price movie or something. Yes. But they were great, and we called them. Local creature feature host, Right. And so, Big Joe, tell us about the top five creature feature hosts of all time.
3: All right. Well, we're going to start with the host from the show in New Orleans, Louisiana. I spent some time there when I was a kid, and this guy used to just scare the crap we out of me. We also got this guy. He the, was in He was a, a
0: simulcast around the South.
3: He was. And uh, he was Morgus the Magnificent. And the show ran from the late 50s into the 80s, and Dr. Morgus was the quintessential mad scientist. He was
0: scarier than any movie he ever put out. He up.
3: was freaky. And uh, he was played by New Orleans actor Sid Noel. He was assisted by executioner sidekick Chopsley. And <laughs> the thing about his show was it was scary, but the laugh line in it was, Always the experiments served as bookends to the pieces in the films. And typically all the experiments would screw up at the last minute.
0: Yeah. No, he was he used to freak us out, man. He was. And he was, it was the mad scientist. He had this table with all the beakers and everything going, and then he had yeah, he had his little sidekick, Igor type guy. Right. Chopsley. But he as a kid, oh, he oh, was worse no. than any movie they put on. In fact, I didn't like going to commercial break because he scared me (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) keep the film rolling brother
3: really well we got to go with uh, our number two pick is Cincinnati's cool ghoul and this man's name was Dick Van Honey and uh, this was on uh, the funny thing now when you think about these guys and it's it's, uh, similar to all of them they were all usually guys at a television station, and they did this for extra money. Absolutely. They did something else. Well, this guy was WXIX's news anchor, <laughs> and he hosted Scream In. His trademark shout of bleh, 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 made him an icon on Cincinnati TV. He could do such great impressions. He did an impression of Boris Karloff. One time he called a Karloff secretary of 30 years, and she thought it was him. That's nice. how good that's, yeah, that's his Karloff nailing. imitation
0: was. That's nailing it.
3: Alright, number three, we go with Muna Lisa. She was the host of a science fiction theater on KOGO in San Diego, Channel 10 from 1963 to 1972. And she is the inspiration for one of the great creature feature host of all time absolutely elvira i believe elvira copped everything probably from her
0: elvira that's a freaky chick
3: (laughs) well she was played by lisa clark again a newscaster for the channel they said hey you can make an extra thousand bucks she said i'll do it
1: she had long
3: straight black hair with bangs stiletto heels and wore a black cat suit that showed lots of cleavage
0: She sat on a
3: pile of rocks with moon smoke floating around the stage and with her seductive voice. She was the heartthrob of every 10-year-old boy in San Diego. Yeah,
0: how come we didn't have her in the South?
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's what you need for creature features. She started her show with, Hello, Earthlings, and she ended it with, Happy Hallucinations, Honey.
0: (laughs) I'd be having hallucinations, baby.
3: Well, number four is from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, uh, Chilly Billy, and he was the alter ego of Bill Cardell of WIIC Channel 11, host of Chiller Theater. It aired from 63 to 83. Both him and his daughter, Lori, appeared in the George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. Nice. That's Joe a great Flaherty, film. also known as Count Floyd from SCTV. Yes. A Pittsburgh native, acknowledged <laughs> Very scary. his show as the inspiration for his that. Uh, Chili Billy show as the inspiration for his Count Floyd monster chiller horror theater sketches on STV. Now what S-C- is it? C-TV. What
0: is it about the '80s that shut all these things down?
3: Uh, probably budget and uh, cable it, hit. Uh, yeah, and cable whatever. hit, and they wow. couldn't compete, and and they probably didn't want to pay him. They probably got more well known, and they yeah, probably started asking, you know, for more money. Uh, and lastly, we've got to go to the Northwest favorite. Yes. Uh, Chiller Theater host, and that would be the Cairo Count (laughs) on Channel 7, uh, played by Joe Tui. Joe was the longtime director of the J.P. Patches show, and he did Nightmare Theater, I believe, up until the 80s. Of course. And he was fantastic. So
0: for all you people who were born in the 80s that missed all this stuff, you can YouTube these things. And see, they appear kind of cheesy now. They're campy, but they're great. But then that's what they were intended to be. They campy, were. Campy, fun, and you got to remember, they would host movies. So we would watch, you know, like The Pit and the Pendulum. Um, we, the Hounds, Blob. Yeah, The Hounds of Baskerville or whatever was going on. Um, And these guys would come in and out of the movies and uh, do their stick. And it was great, great fun. We miss all those guys. We really do. All right, let's go into another uh, couple of some of our favorite Halloween songs. And this, of course, ACDC with some Hell's Bells. Horns up everybody. the thunder from down under. Kind of makes you want to say, oi. <laughs> uh, okay, so our next uh, rock and roll Halloween song. And actually, I think his song, Excitable Boy, is a weirder. It is. More creepier song. Yeah. Any, but it's any got, song
3: that's got the line, rub pot roast on his chest.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that is one weird song. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's got such kind of an upbeat kind of uh, doo-wop vibe to it. We decided to go with this one. And we really miss this guy, Warren yeah, Zevon was a super super talent, loved this guy, and we gotta go with Werewolves of London. Yep. Halloween clap. The baseline on this is killer. if you ever get a chance, go on and you have Comcast. If you go on into the on-demand section, uh, there, uh, it's, it's Jules. The, right, what, right. What's the name of that program? It's called Later, I think. Yeah, whatever, Later with Jules Later Holland. with Jules. There is an episode where it's Gilmore, David Gilmore and it's, him on there, and I he does it. an acoustic version of this. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it, was. it was great. In fact, when I met uh, up with Carl Hyacin who is a great author out of Florida and was a personal friend of... Uh, Warren Zevon's. I told him about that episode, and he told me that he Warren had gone over there to do this acoustic uh, tour and taped a bunch of those and handed them out to his friends, and uh, that uh, Carl had a copy of a lot of those acoustic. It was very cool. It was very intimate, very personal. I enjoyed it. So, all right. Well, I hope you're having fun. We're just we're just hanging out, man, doing our thing, and uh, let's go through another top 10 list. This is our Halloween show. We do this uh, every year. This is our second one, and we're going to keep it up because uh, it's something that uh, we think is fun. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, it's Halloween. Trick yeah, or treat.
0: lighten up, folks. This is right. our treat. Uh, top ten episode TV episodes that had great Halloween episodes. That's right. Yeah, uh, we can- all like TV, and they all do Christmas, you know, versions. They all of their shows. They always do a Valentine's Day version. But, and, not, and a lot of them skip Halloween. They do. But there have been some great ones, and we're, let's go through those. Well, we have to start
3: with, of course, Roseanne's show. They had classic Halloween episodes. They did some really spooky things, some great effects. But one of my favorite Halloween episodes was when Dan and Roseanne... Kept trying to outdo each other in scaring each other. Yeah. And they did all these great things throughout the show to scare each other. But at the end, when it was like truce time and they said, okay, that's it. And they were sitting there at the end of Halloween night, then Roseanne did one more scare on him. <laughs> she said, uh, by the way, I talked to my mom and my mom's going to be coming to live with us. <laughs> and of course, dad kind of freaks out. And then she, says, ah, gotcha. And dad is going, You're
0: the master.
3: You're the master.
0: <laughs> I think the only other the only scarier thing would have been if she said she was pregnant. Yeah. 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 Uh, for me, I've got to go with the Simpsons, man. Tree the treehouse oh, of horror yeah. episodes. They've been doing it for years now. Yeah, In fact 21? they they have a whole they have several DVDs just only treehouse of horrors right and uh i mean some of the great episodes were you know when the martians invaded (laughs) yes um uh, (laughs) to serve man yeah when uh when uh when willie the went crazy (laughs) you know um i also think of the of the time when um uh homer was uh, when uh, what was that? Okay, the shining episode. Yeah, the shining episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> yeah, true. the shining. The shining. The shining. Yeah, and Willie,
3: Willie was playing the part of Catman Scrothers.
0: Yeah, no, those are <laughs> the the Simpsons for me. Always had the best Halloween episode.
3: Oh yeah, classic. Well, next up, uh, I'm going to go with Friends. Uh, they had some really good Halloween episodes, and uh, one of the best was uh, when Ross dressed up as Sputnik. Now, Ross was uh, a science guy, and uh, so he was supposed to be like Sputnik, but he was a big potato. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler said, you look like a big duty. So and that was very good. So uh, very, very good uh, episode there.
0: Yeah, Friends is always uh, good. I I also have to go with uh, South Park (laughs) to keep up with the uh, the cartoon theme. I'm a big cartoon watcher, Uh, and the cartoons have great – they usually pay attention to the Halloween episodes because it's kids and stuff. And uh, the, I got to go with uh, Kenny and the Zombie. <laughs> Kenny is the zombie. Yeah, yeah, that was great. You know who killed
3: Kenny? <laughs> yeah. Kenny's a zombie. <laughs> Kenny's dead again. Yeah, that was the <laughs> that was the Pink Eye episode, and then they embalmed Kenny with Worcestershire sauce.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, that was yeah, very just,
0: good. Just fillet that guy.
3: Well, now uh, The Office is a fairly new show, but they have had some good Halloween op- episodes, in my opinion. And uh, one of their recent was. Uh, you know, office going to work, dressing up for Halloween. So all the women showed up as cats. Every single one of them was wearing a black cat uh, outfit. And Michael had a second head on his shoulder that was him. That it was a paper mache head, looked just like him, but it was freaking out. Uh, Rain Wilson, the guy from Tacoma, right? The white that Michael's fake head is sitting there, and it starts to talk to him, and it really freaks him out. the show. All right, show.
0: Uh, to go continue with the uh, uh, the cartoon theme. There's only one. Really? There's yes. only one cartoon. Uh, the Originator. cartoon. Yeah, this is from 1966 is when it hit, and it's been played every year since then. It's the classic. It's the great <laughs> pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That's right. Will you ever forget them sitting up, <laughs> <in> minus the- <laughs> Lucy, Charlie Brown, waiting for the great pumpkin who never arrives? And it doesn't show up, and Sally Brown, Charlie's sister says, I <laughs>
3: I'm on restitution. You made me
0: miss trick or treats. (laughs) And the greatest one line of all time, I got a rock.
3: (laughs) Got a rock. Charlie, everywhere he went, he was getting the rock. (laughs) Well, uh, next up, Home Improvement with uh, Tool Time and uh, Tim Taylor. They did great episodes. A lot of the Halloween episodes for Tool Time. Or Home Improvement was that it was always close to revealing what the neighbor looked like. Yeah, they got really close. Yeah, a lot but of times. they never went all the way and showed uh, what the neighbor looked like.
0: Uh, I will have to go then with um, one of my favorite shows from uh, not too long ago, and it really bummed me out when they when they took it off the air. But that '70s show. That was a great show, and those guys sitting around in the basement getting high. (laughs) Yeah, going around in the circle. (laughs) Yes. And then, of course, the greatest line of any of their Halloween episodes was when they were trying to explain it to Fez. Yes, the concept. Yeah, and they're like, dude, you dress up, and you go door to door, and they give you candy. (laughs) It's like, they give you candy? (laughs) <laughs> this is a great country
3: yeah they were not uh giving out candy in his country
0: <laughs> and who knows what country he was ever from
3: well last uh we're gonna go with boy meets world now this particular episode had jennifer love hewitt in it which is not a bad thing at all and uh there was a line because it was kind of a psycho uh killer on the loose and this was imaginary in their minds of course uh wasn't actually happening. they were kind of dreaming it but uh They were trying to decide, what are we going to do to protect ourselves? And then one of them shouts out, virgins never die in horror (laughs) flicks. And then Corey, his girlfriend, was Topanga in the show. He says to her, thanks, Topanga. So, you know, obviously he was still a virgin. So that is our top ten list. Thanks for pointing that out. I guess (laughs) we missed that. Well, in case Double D was wondering.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't get it.
0: (laughs) All right, well, let's take a break from the top 10 list and go into a couple more of our favorite Halloween rock songs. This, of course, is a guy who's coming to the Tacoma Dome. I've got my tickets. You better get on it because they're going to go quick. It's actually a very affordable show. I'm talking about Ozzy Osbourne, and this is Bark at the Moon. Oh yeah, the greatest laugh in rock and roll history, man. Uh, I'm telling you. Great video of Ozzy going all werewolf in that, (laughs) too. And you know, I mean with all the biting the head off of bats and doves and all the crazy crap around that stuff. And is
3: there anything better than Ozzy in the Randy Rhodes period? No, that was the greatest
0: time. And uh yeah, all the rumors floating and stuff. He was out of his mind and we love that. So Uh, okay our next song is uh, from the Rolling Stones and this is one kind of self-explanatory I try to stay away from this stuff but it's a great tune Sympathy for the Devil
3: great lyrics though
0: it's got that satanic jungle beat (coughs) going I think
3: Satan is known to be in the jungle (laughs)
1: washed his hands
0: rolling stones there <laughs> yes. with a little sympathy for the man downstairs
3: yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people think mick might have made a deal uh, down at the crossroads uh, i don't know and, man. And maybe keith did but if keith made a deal at the crossroads he got he screwed because yeah. he looks like hell
0: <laughs> he looks like the devil i don't know man okay well so <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> interspersary, we're gonna go those are our top we're gonna go these counting down the top 10 like rock songs but as far as like Halloween songs, like creepy Halloween songs, let's go through a list of 10. And we're, we're not going to play too much of them because uh, we got to get moving through here. But uh, these are our oh, top hour 10 uh, Halloween songs, period. Uh, not necessarily rock. There's some rock in there, but just, just amazingly with the creep factor. And our number 10, you got to go with Highway to Hell, ACDC. Just the fact that he's got horns on his head. <laughs> yes. Come on. Yeah.
3: yeah. Gee, I wonder what that's about. <laughs> he's an excitable <laughs> boy. <laughs>
1: that's right. <laughs> he has a cattle ranch.
0: Oh. ACDC, Highway to Hell. That's uh, number ten that's on the uh, kind of creep factor. It's a try great, not to take that ramp. It's that that a exit. great tune, but you don't. Yeah, don't uh, don't go down that road. All right, uh, number nine, and this is a this has a high creep factor. If you've ever seen the movie, you ever hear this theme, it oh. reminds you of some wicked stuff. This is the Halloween theme yes. song.
1: Kill, 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 kill. kill. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Of course, who knew Michael Myers would go on to do comedy? <laughs> hey, yeah, it started, started Shrek. Yeah. All right, that's enough of that. And the whole Kill, yeah. Kill, Kill thing, that was actually, uh, you know, that's actually from Friday the 13th. So. Yeah, but if you ever hear that music playing. Run! You know, run! Don't, <laughs> don't be playing around. Especially if you're at a campground or <laughs> yeah, something. Don't all right. go to the abandoned uh, campground. Number eight on the top ten Halloween songs of all time, you got to go with the Eagles and a little bit of Witchy Woman. <laughs> really not high on the creep factor i know a
2: few of these women like
0: this (laughs) but if you've ever been hooked up with a witchy woman yes the creep factor
3: is really high that's right i think that's why guys put this on the list
0: You see uh, sparks flying from fingertips. (laughs) That's a good clue to get out of that relationship. Okay, number seven, and this is from a great band, The Misfits. I mean, how can you not put this on the list? It's titled Halloween. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This was on the album, The uh, Legacy of Brutality, The Misfits. And uh, if you've never heard that song, you don't know much about those guys. I recommend it. That's great. Now, this next one uh, is a light tune, really, but put in context with the movie that it was played in. Every time I hear this now, I get freaked out. Yeah. And uh, this is titled Jeepers Creepers from the movie. Jeepers creepers. The says, when the weatherman
1: says it's raining, you never hear me complain. I'm certain the sun will shine.
6: I don't care how the weather vane points when the weather vane points to gloomy. You gotta be sunny to me when your eyes look into mine. Jeepers creepers. Where'd you get those
1: creepers? Jeepers.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember they had the uh like where'd the skeletons dancing yes, and stuff. Yeah, background. that's a that's a crazy song, but you know A little
3: get, uh Thirty swing music for when you're dancing with a cadaver.
0: Yeah. Uh, Now this next one, our number five song is uh, that. Now this is right in my wheelhouse because I remember watching these guys, seeing them live several times. This is Oingo Boingo, Dead Man's Party. Now Danny Elfman, who was prominent in this group, does the Simpsons theme songs, lots of stuff. This is a great song.
3: Who wouldn't want to be invited to this party? (laughs) It'd be a good time. They'd be giving out some good candy.
0: If I'm having a Halloween party, this is on. This is good. All right. Uh, number four, we don't need to play because we just played a clip from it earlier. I would have to put on their Werewolves of London uh, from uh, Warren Zevon. But number three, and this is from Ryan Adams not Brian Adams Ryan Adams Halloween head little known tune but it's interesting
1: it's full of tricks and tricks. it leads me through
6: the
0: All right, Ryan Adams, Halloween Head. Put that on your iPod. Listen to it. uh, You know, at your Halloween party. Now, this next one is uh, a great tune for any time of the year, but for some reason, around Halloween time, it shows its true colors. And really, uh, there's a creep factor to this song. Screaming Jay Hawkins, and I put a spell on you. I put yeah. a spell on you, Screaming Jay Hawkins. I mean, was, the dude sounds possessed.
3: He was a one-hit wonder, uh, but part of his act was that he came out of a coffin singing yep. that song. And he had
0: his eyes all rolled back, and he right. had those big bug eyes. Now that song was has been covered by like Creedence Clearwater Revival, Brian Ferry, Nina Simone. But there's something, something really kind of creepy and weird. Yeah, it's got about that version for sure. Yeah. Now, okay, uh, the number one song. I'm sorry, there is. No other creepier song than this ever, ever in the world. Every time I hear this, the what little hair I have stands up and I am freaked out. In fact, I'm freaked out right now. Right. Tubular bells, of course, from The Exorcist. And why they had to
3: make a part two, three, four. (laughs) I have no idea. One was enough. If you got any friends that have this as their ringtone, <laughs> you might want to think about switching friends.
0: All right, that's enough. All right, Tubular Bells, number 1. I mean, s- still to this day, I would say Ed, the exorcist scariest film of all time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, for me. The, the ab- I mean, I won't go near it I've anymore. I've seen it once. It's and only once brutal. I did not have to see it again. It's scary, and that music uh, with the fog and and uh, the father walking. Yeah, forget, forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah. It's over, man. I'm yeah. out of here. I'm already freaked out. So, <laughs> all right. Well, let's do. Uh, let's let's go back to our rock songs that we're doing. Uh, and this would be one of our, I say, Halloween rock song favorites. And another kind of creepy song. Don't fear the reaper.
1: To the wind, the sun, of the rain We can be like they
0: are Come on, baby Don't feel the reaper Baby, take my hand Don't feel the reaper. We'll be able to fly Don't the reaper So now is he saying he's the reaper? Uh It could be, or the the are context of Are they doing of, it together?
3: Well, the context of the song, too, some people think is it's a vampire song.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit of uh, vampire. But, but I'm not sure there. about that because... Twilight. Blue or Cult, you
3: could put on the list for a couple other kind of spooky songs. Number one, Godzilla. I love Godzilla. And also, I love The Night, which yep. that is a vampire song. Right.
0: Uh, all right, our next uh, famous or favorite rock song uh, around the Halloween time to put in the old uh, disc player or iPod player, <laughs> Monster Hash. <laughs> yes. I was
1: working in the lab, late
0: one night When
1: I heard the gurgle of a water pipe So I turned to see my monster in a cloud of smoke Who said, this shit ain't bad, here, have a toast. We smoked some hash We smoked some monster hash Some monster hash It was his personal stash. We smoked some hash We got completely trash Almost. We smoked some monster hash As we it in the castle with the living dead Mouths were dry and eyes were red The ghouls and goblins <laughs> <streamed> <laughs> All right,
0: in the so that's the toys <laughs> The toys, With yes. a little bit of a monster <laughs> uh, hash Yes, a parody this of a, a
3: parody song hat. almost
0: uh, All right, so when uh, we'll get back into uh, our last two uh, favorite songs in a moment But we got to go Trick or treating, man, is a big deal It is. Uh, You know, the kids get dressed up. And then you steal their candy bags. That's how it works. Right, the big kids. So so Wonder Boy's going to be out
4: stealing candy from the little kids, and then I steal from him. No, I steal from him. Circle of life. I steal from you. We steal from you. The strong survive. But now that that is not how I ended up in jail. (laughs) No stealing candy. It was trust me. It had nothing to do with little kids. But uh,
0: you know, it's been it's been a few years since I've handed out candy because uh, a lot of times. I'm gone around this time of year. Or uh, we're working, uh, my wife and I volunteer at different, um, you know, Halloween, eggs, events. Halloween events or whatever. Harvest Toe Downs.
5: Sure. And, uh, yes. But,
0: you know, when I was when we were kids, there was none of that. You did go trick-or-treating if you wanted candy. Oh, yeah. And they were always your favorites. So let's roll through the top ten favorite candies of Halloween. Uh, number ten. You got to go with the candy corn, man. Yes. Uh, well,
3: no, I don't because I do not <laughs> like the old candy corn. I hated that, that stuff, stuff. So you guys, yeah. you had the candy corn set aside. That stuff is being jettisoned as uh, tricks,
0: <laughs> <laughs> not treats. All right, uh, number nine. I would uh, put in there, especially these days. We didn't have it when we were kids, but Skittles, big big thing. Kids love the Skittles. Uh, number eight. Now this is a kill. This is great because Bart Simpson actually. Uh, He endorses this. (laughs) Yes. The old Butterfinger. Yeah, Butterfinger's good. I'll take a Butterfinger, Yeah, and I'm not sure why this is above Butterfingers, but again, the kids love crazy things these days. Twizzlers. Twizzlers, yeah, I can see for kids nowadays. See, now I'm not about the Twizzlers. No, no, no. It was chocolate, baby. But the kids love the Okay, now number six, this I'm all down with. The Reese's. Yes. Got the the Reese's. Oh, yeah, got to have the Reese's Oh yeah, got other have Reese's Peanut butter Cups. Yes. You know, I'm all over that. Not pieces. The no Reese's pieces are good. Though. They're okay. Yeah. They're okay, but nothing, the nothing but Reese's the peanut old. butter cups. And what and there was always some old lady on the block who was really, really cool and gave you the entire pack. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. You know, the two pack. Yeah, not the single.
4: Uh, number five I like the commercials about the Reese's Pieces when the with uh, the vampire, the vampire takes a bite out of them. how, how that's you that's eat always it always Halloween. Yeah, uh, number five, and
0: a uh, lot of people like these. I'm good as long as they got peanuts in them. We're talking the M and M's.
3: Yes, peanut M and M's. That's a
0: big, big the, uh, favorite.
3: Their, it's their number one seller. Yep, it outsells the regulars.
0: Number four is something that I, I've really never been into hard candy, but it's a popular thing to give away at Halloween time and I got them all the time and I always handed them out and gave them to everybody talking Lifesavers yeah uh, yeah it's good not, I away. was not a Lifesaver fan mm-hmm. but I know lots of people gave them away because I'd get the little five pack right, roll right. not the big roll <laughs> yes and I didn't really care because I didn't want the big roll but uh, I always found somebody to give those away too now this next one number three uh, when you were done with all of your favorite candies this was probably the next one I went to because uh, I always had you you saved know, it to
3: the end. I always had my like, favorites,
0: <laughs> and then my next favorites, and then all the way down to like the stuff you didn't give a rat's ass about. Right. Uh, and the Tootsie Rolls, yeah. never one of my favorites. Like I don't go out and buy a Tootsie Roll, but trick or treating, Tootsie Roll was a good. It was a good dessert to the main course <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> of the candy. Yes. Uh, and on uh, our list, a number two coming in at number two. Of course these weren't around when I was younger and mm-hmm. I've never gotten into them but I know my kids love them Nerds.
3: <sighs> not my not my no. time. Remember as well. when pop, no. But remember pop when Pop rocks. rocks were big? Yes. Right. It's right. kind of a thing. It, it's kind a little bit same. like
0: that. Yeah, Nerds are kind of sweet and sour sort of uh, yeah. rock candy type thing. But uh, without a doubt and the, this this uh, survey completely nailed it. The number 1 candy of all time. And, and I mean from the moment this thing was invented, they just stamped it number one. Yes, because definitely. it's number one in my heart. It's number one in your hearts. Who doesn't like to walk up to a house, go trick or treat, and get a Snickers bar? <laughs> to have it's the Snickers. great not to
4: have the small size, but the real big oh. size. Big. No. Uh, king the bigger. size. Yep,
0: give me the king size, baby. Mine, mine was always
6: that. the midnight Milky Way. Oh,
0: Milky <laughs> well, way's Milky Way's good not too. bad. Yeah, that's nothing to sneeze yeah, at. Yeah, every now and then you get the little Babe Ruth uh, or anything the, chocolate. Anything. I got cho- a few Baby Ruths, but I don't think the, you are small. Uh, the almond joy or even. Um, but see, I go
3: back so long ago that it was caramel uh, caramel uh, popcorn Squares. balls. Oh uh, well, and see, caramel apples. Yeah, but yeah, then that ruined it. But uh, there was actually the houses where they would invite you in because it's cold sometimes in yep. october right yep. and they would give you hot chocolate i remember those
0: days i remember when it all broke yeah, down the too. tylenol
3: razor blades razor blades i, I remember it.
0: that uh, it was like probably mid to late 70s when they first set up the very first uh, screening room at yeah. our school yep. and you were supposed to bring your candy and they <laughs> it was like this conveyor belt thing <laughs> that, <laughs> that you put your candy on and it would go across the scanner and it would scan it for what you know pens and needles and Whatever, And there was the big, like, if your candy has been opened in any way, shape, or form, throw it out! And I'm like, it's a Snickers bar! <laughs> if I was running the screening machine,
3: it would be, come back in an hour, I'll let you know if it's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Jolly Ranchers are okay, m uh, and ms are okay, yeah. the Lifesavers are all these Snickers. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, buddy. All of your candy tested <laughs> positive. <laughs> all right, well, let's get back to our songs. Uh, number nine of our of our favorite rock Halloween songs of all time, man. I mean, this is a classic from way back, but it's great. We're talking, of course, Monster math.
2: I was working in the lab late
6: one night When my eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from its slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise he did the monster
1: mash.
6: The mash. It was a graveyard
1: smash. He did the mash. It caught on in a flash. He did, the mash. he did the monster mash from my laboratory in the castle east. Yeah,
3: that is uh, Bobby Boris Pickett. And I'm not sure I was going to research this, but I think it was either the guys that were in. Uh, Seals and Crofts, Crofts played on that, or it was Glen Campbell, one of them. There was, oh. there was someone Wichita famous Lyman. that played. Yeah, Bobby Boris Pickett was the guy that did it.
0: Well, I want to give a, uh, just a couple of um, honorary mentions to some songs that we didn't put on there, but I think are great Halloween songs. The Night That the Lights Went Out in Georgia mm-hmm. is, uh, is a is a great song and i don't know if you guys remember this you remember love roller coaster by ohio players right right i've heard that story uh go to that song and uh, i think it's the second chorus where or it's the bridge where the guitar is kind of winding down and you can hear a scream in the background and when that song first came out we were told that somebody had been killed a lady had been killed in the studio and that was i mean that was a huge story at the time and it yes. freaked us out to listen to the song yeah, that, that was of course really it was hard. later debunked and so forth but very cool so those are a couple of uh i don't like spiders and snakes is a great song <laughs> jim stafford yeah. yes so there's some great songs out there but uh before we get on out of here and again thank you for indulging us this is we love halloween and we wanted to bring eating you...
3: eating some peanut M&Ms right now.
0: <laughs> we wanted to, uh, you know, bring you our Halloween favorites and favorite moments of Halloween and these different things. But um, I, I just want to say there is the... that Those are the treat sides. Now, there's a trick side to Halloween. What are some of your favorite tricks that you've ever pulled or had pulled on you how, at Halloween?
3: Go ahead, Double had, D. You want to go first?
4: Well... My mom always told me of this and I thought it was hilarious. It wouldn't happen now, but back when she was a little girl, they actually had an outhouse. They didn't have indoor plumbing at her house. <laughs> and on Halloween and was there was always a hand dug outhouse hole, whatever. So they'd pick up the outhouse and move it back about four feet. <laughs> oh no. Everybody would always be doing that, and then and you'd walk into the, in the at the, nighttime. You go out to use the outhouse and walk in the crowd right in the hole. That's good.
0: Oh, that is not good. That's a good
4: one. I like oh. that one, oh, Joe.
3: Uh, for me, I got to go with the timeless classic of the uh, flaming bag of poop on Yay. the porch. That's well, kind
4: of close to the same. Yeah, kind of the same
3: concept. this was on it, fire. And actually, I did pull this off one time with a group of my friends on Halloween, and it was the typical old man in the neighborhood. Which I say old; he was probably as old as me. But when I you know was 12 years old, he <laughs> you seemed, yeah, bastards. he seemed like he was you know 80 years old, but he was probably in his 50s like me. But we lit the bag and he was a guy that if your ball went in his yard, he would not give it back. So he had it coming all year long. And we sneaked up Army style, mission impossible style <laughs> up to his porch. We were all wearing black. Lit the bag. Knocked on the door. Sure enough. And thank God, though, because you don't want people to get hurt. But he he had shoes on. But he came out, and he did the bag stop, and we're over in the bushes <laughs> laughing. And it was, I'm going to get you kids. And we ran <laughs> laughing into the Halloween night. It was beautiful.
0: Oh, yeah. Squeeze? Oh,
3: the one that always gets me is that people put their things out there and says, Take one. <laughs>
0: and next thing you know, they're all gone after the first kid because he dumped them all in <laughs> the thing and yeah. took off running. I have to admit, that would have been me. <laughs> no, my favorite Halloween uh, trick that we ever did, and I don't recommend this to anybody because it could be absolute disastrous. But when you're young and stupid, you don't think about those things. Uh, there, w- We were out at my friend's house, and it was, uh, it was out in Auburn when Auburn was the country, basically. And this guy... Uh, his house was set up in this, kind of in this field, and there was a tree line. About you know, there was the yard, and then there was tr- the, the the tree line, kind of a forest. And we set up right at the edge of the tree line, and lined up about fifteen or twenty bottle rockets, and went along and lit every single one of them, and they started going off in different successions. <laughs> so they're firing over his house and blowing up. Well, he comes to the door and opens it. And one goes in his house and kaboom, you can see the front living room, you know, light up and uh, he came out with a gun. (laughs) He's going to fire back. Now, I'm at my friend's house. I don't know where I'm running, right? So I'm running in like circles and he's got a flashlight and I ducked under this log. And uh, he was shining that flashlight, and it went right over the log. I don't think he saw me because obviously he didn't take a shot. But same thing. He was, I'll oh, get you, kids. You know? <laughs> yeah, so, fun is over after that when the guns come out. Yeah, I mean, there's the typical, you know, everybody. Uh, well, we used to go TPing, Eggs. maybe uh, egg some people, rotten uh, tomatoes, rotten. Yeah, yeah. All one kind thing, of one thing
3: about the food, though, when you were young in grade school years of doing that, and it's you know, in my household, it was hard to come up with the eggs because it was like you were not going to go spend your, any money you had on a carton of eggs. You, so you kind of had to start stockpiling them from your mom so she <laughs> wouldn't notice. A couple know? here, a couple <laughs> there. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. she's going, where's all the eggs? <laughs> huh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> on the neighbor's porch. Go check it out. It's on the screen door. Uh, all right. Well, now, you know, There's. Uh, we talked earlier about some haunted places. Now, there's a lot of urban legends out there, but probably, uh, you know, you have urban legends that you know about? Oh, the the hitchhiking girl that gets in the car and then disappears. Yeah, the guy uh the girl bo- the boy and his girlfriend that park under the tree and he has to go get help and uh you know, the scraping on the hood and it ends up being her boyfriend. Yes, yeah. You know, I mean all kind of crazy urban legends, but there's one one of our favorites. One of the greatest of all time that we want to leave you. Told by our man Bill
3: Murray back when he was funny, not an Oscar nominated actor.
6: Moon kills, you know. (laughs) It feeds off the earth. On a night like this, one of us could get up in the middle of the night, grab an axe, and cut somebody's head off. (laughs) (laughs) I remember a night like this a few years ago. A guy and a girl went out driving. It was one of their first dates. Started out kind of casual, but they ended up deciding to go park. Not too far from here, as a matter of fact. Well, they're going at it. Listen to the radio. All of a sudden, a news bulletin broke in. A dangerous lunatic has escaped from the hospital for the criminally insane at Two Pines.
1: Oh, come on, Tripp.
6: They described him as a monster, six and a half feet tall, 260 pounds, with one horrible distinguishing feature, a sharpened stainless steel hook where his right hand used to be. That was enough for the guy. He slammed the car into gear, floored it, bounced off a tree, didn't stop till they got to the girl's house, got out of his side, walked around to hers. There, hanging in the door, covered with blood, was a stainless steel hook. Oh! The strangest part is that after all these years, after the biggest... Manhunt in Tupine's history, they never found the killer. Some people say he's still up here in the woods, waiting for the chance to kill again. And I say, I say they're right.
1: dinner this is not a bullshit story no you guys it's true i heard it before yeah i heard it was on a beach yeah
6: yeah well no i heard it happened in a park oh i heard it but the guy was missing a foot How could the guy have a hook on his foot?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. There you go, our urban legend for this year's Halloween. Yay. Let me be the first to wish everybody a very safe and happy Halloween.
4: And a happy Halloween to you too. Yeah,
0: I want to wish everybody a happy Halloween. Thank you folks for indulging us. We are the Northwest Conversion Zone. This isn't what we normally do. This isn't a normal show for us. And Joe, thank you so much for agreeing to come back for our show. Thank
3: we're, you. I must now go back and sleep.
0: Yes, we really in the coffin. Really appreciate you coming down. I want to before we do and we're going to close with our number 1 Halloween what we consider rock song of all time, but I I want to remind people about this. Uh, because this is um, this is something that you should know about. Uh, those of you in Tacoma who hang out around the University of Puget Sound, it is widely believed that Ted Bundy killed his first victim and dumped her in the foundation of a building being built at the University of Puget Sound. Now, the body's never been found, but lots of people have reported seeing a girl believed to be her walking the halls of the building, and hearing odd noises. So all you UPSers. And you know what's really
4: crazy about that? My sister is named after that girl.
0: Whoa. First
4: and middle name.
0: Our number one song going out on Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. It can't be anything else but this. Michael Jackson's The Thriller. We'll see you next week for a regular edition of the Northwest Convergence Zone. I'm Big D as always. Happy Halloween.